Welcome to The Secrets Podcast. I'm Sherry Williams, and together with my husband, Dr. Ed Williams, we are on a mission helping women feel beautiful and confident at every age. We have been married for 22 years, and the most beautiful thing we have done together is raise four amazing kids. Over the past 25 years, together with our team, we have built a successful plastic surgery practice, helping patients who are faced with many questions and concerns regarding their health and the aging process. Come hang out with us as we share our secrets on all the things. Let's do this. Hey everyone, happy whatever night, Thursday night. Thursday. Thursday night. So we're going to try something new this week for all of our listeners at home. They're going to be listening to this on a radio or at the gym or driving in the car, and then we thought we would try a live. And the reason I did that this week is because this past week you were traveling, Yeah. then I was traveling, <clears throat> and I realized kind of when we were on the road, we're not that sophisticated, and we don't know how to do this quite yet via a telephone. Yeah. Well, you do because you've done them, but yeah. but anyway. I don't. You usually have someone call you yeah. and you're called in, so you don't do all the technology behind the no, scenes. No, I have a little help. I don't have help. <clears throat> it's just me. So anyways, we're learning all the things, and I'm actually much more comfortable doing it this way on a video than I am just recording. Really? Yes. Why is that? Well, I think because... I started a business online two years ago, and I've done a lot of video, live video. I do both. I mean, I just don't have a problem with the podcast thing. You just... I don't know. I just feel like on the... Yeah, but your podcast is somewhat live because it's via a webinar. Yeah, anyway. Whatever. Let's I feel like when we're upstairs recording, we're just... Like, we're talking to our audience, but we're talking to ourselves. I prefer talking to my audience. So, anyways, that's what we're doing this week. All right, so this week, the title of our podcast this week is The Battle of the Bulge and Cool Sculpting versus Liposuction. And this is interesting this week because the conference I just attended last week, which we're going to talk about a little bit on that, um, the first day was a health and wellness day followed by two days of personal development and the health and wellness day dug deep into it. We're talking women's health, by the way. Um, well, guys have bulge too. Well, I understand guys have bulge too, but I mean the conference itself, it yeah. was a women's conference. So it dug deep into body image and all the things that we've kind of been discussing anyways, okay. as far as women's health. He gets impatient. Don't get so impatient. (laughs) You know what it is? He has to work with women all day long. All his employees are women. He comes home, it's all women. And your patients basically are all women. All right. So you never catch us a break. But anyway, so this is important and we need to discuss this. Um, So the day on the, or at the health conference piece of it, health and wellness was huge because some things that were revealed, which you'll agree with, I'm sure, uh, women don't generally take care of themselves. We take care of everyone else first. And then it's kind of like whatever's left over is... I agree with that. Right? No, I see, I actually see people who, as they're going to sleep, say, I just feel guilty because I... I always take, you know, I'm not, 
I'm not used to taking care of me. Right. So women Crazy, end up right? feeling guilty for doing something for themselves, yeah. taking care of themselves, whatever it might be. And that could include, you know, getting their hair done, going to get their makeup done, doing things to make themselves feel good or look pretty or whatever. When you know that you could be utilizing those funds or the family funds toward the kids right. or this or that or whatever. Right. So I think one thing that's very important in our secrets is helping women change that narrative. Yeah. Because I think okay. it's really important. Oh, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. So disagree. we're going to help women change that <clears throat> self-narrative, the things that we tell ourselves that are okay or not okay and feel guilty over because we shouldn't feel guilty about those things. And the process of going through things like this, and we talked about it with the body image piece, yeah. it's difficult and there's things in there that need to be that have to be overcome to kind of get on the other side of it and to have that positivity and make that shift from thinking negative, feeling negative, and then making the shift into feeling positive. So Agreed. we are going to work on that. Okay. And these are all things that I have to do for myself too. I've, I've gone through all those things. You hear me, right? Yeah. And women are their own worst critics because men don't feel that way towards women or think the things that women think about ourselves. So one other thing that I always like to say is that as women, and if you're a mom or if you're a teacher or, you know, whatever it might be, you might be talking to a young girl as a mentor, that you would never talk to your child the way that we talk to ourselves, right? Or if your child spoke in the same way that we speak to ourselves, you would help them work through that. So those are things that we are going to work through. So the conference that I attended was mm -hmm. the RISE conference put on by uh, Rachel Hollis and the Hollis Company. I started following her last year. And I follow a lot of different people in the personal development space, but she's one that I just happened to have connected with on a lot of things, and I like her approach. So I wanted to check it out. I wanted to see what was going on there and different things and thoughts and feelings and how she, um, you know, perceives women as a whole and how to help us in that area of mindset. And that's something that I've also been working on because there's something in there. And if you'd like to learn more about this too, I would check out Mel Robbins and she has a five second rule podcast. And that's a really great one too for mindset and it's five seconds what you can do in five seconds to change the way that you're thinking. Um, so that was just like a little a little side note on okay. that. Um, so I had talked to you about this, and I want to quickly go over this little list of topics because one thing that we did at the conference was stand up for your sister. And I think in our line of work, these are things that we kind of acknowledge with women when they come in to see us because it's a very different space being medical, don't you feel like? We end up hearing yeah. a lot of secrets, right? Well, as you get to know people. They don't yes. typically tell you day one, but as you get to know people, no, it, you, it comes out. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. You, we are able to see women multiple times mm -hmm. throughout consultation, pre-op, surgical, No, and it's, a, it's very different than the traditional doctor's office because we spend time with our patients. And yes. a lot of people are in and out, in and out. So, yeah, we do get to know people. And then our nurses spend a lot of time with them if they're taking yes. out sutures or whatever. So, um, yeah, we get to know a lot yeah. about so people. So the nurse's role is very important. Yeah, And I feel like there's uh, 
different relationship and bond that's formed with mm-hmm. the nurses and there is with the doctor, but it might be a little bit different with the nurse and the patient. Right. So this was one thing that we did at the conference, which was amazing. So imagine 3,500 people in a conference center, which is a lot of people, all women. And it's called Stand Up For Your Sister. And there was this list of things. So you were given your, like, you know, little homework. And you had to check all these boxes that applied to you. So I'm going to quickly read through the list. The whole list? Yeah, the whole list. <laughs> or do you have a, a hot date or something? Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, the whole list, Dr. Ed. We're going to read through the whole list. Look at one page. We're going to read through the list. Right. Okay, so these are the things. And you had to check these boxes off. And obviously, when you're faced with something like this, and you're going to see this list, I'm going to read it to you. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to read it. Okay. I have suffered from depression. I have suffered from anxiety. I have abused my relationship with food to control my weight. I've had sex with someone I didn't love as my way to feel loved. I have been sexually abused. I have been physically abused. I have been verbally or emotionally abused. I have intentionally cut or harmed myself. I have considered suicide. I have been raped. I have lost a child. I have lost a parent. I have lost a partner. I have been cheated on by a partner. I have battled or am battling infertility. I have had a miscarriage. I have abused alcohol as a way to cope. I have abused pornography as a way to cope. I have abused prescription pills as a way to cope. I have abused food as a way to cope. I have abused illegal drugs as a way to cope. I hate the way I look. I have kept these issues and struggles because I was afraid of being judged. I have felt or feel alone because of these issues. That's, this list is serious deep stuff. So if you can imagine being in a room with 3,500 women, checking these boxes that apply to you, And then what you do with this is you fold up your paper and it gets passed all around the room. You pass them forward, you pass them down five people, you pass them back. It went on for probably like three or four minutes, This maybe not that long, but your paper being passed around. So you don't know where it goes. And after you're done checking it, and then when you have to give it away, there's this feeling of, like dread, right? It's just kind of like, oh my gosh, a little anxiety, but it doesn't matter. Your name's not on it and you're just going to send it. And then what happens is once it's sent around, you open it, you see what you have. This is one that I found on the floor because we had to turn them in, but I wanted to bring them home with me. And the boxes are checked and then you, one by one, they go through the list Mm. and if your box is checked, everyone stands up. So when you're in a conference center like this, it's basically like an arena where you would watch a a concert and so many people stand up at the same time. The first thing I noticed was the sound of the chairs. It sounded like thunder, like in the room, very loud, this whole thing happening. In other words, a lot more people standing up than you thought. Oh, yeah. To each one of those things. To each one. There is literally... Hundreds of women, if not the whole room, for some of these, everyone was standing up, Mm -hmm. which was amazing to me. Um, So I didn't realize that I've been suffering with anxiety, but this has kind of come out in this work that I've been doing over this past year. And it's been really good for me to acknowledge, like, oh my gosh, this is what I have going on. I have 
18,000 things going on, worrying about all of them, overwhelmed with all of them, and then, you know, things start creeping in your head, the self-talk, all those things. And when you now have other women who are also standing up for these things, you all of a sudden realize that you're not alone in that. And I don't know, I, I talk to you, I'm like, I feel like yeah. the weight's been lifted off of me. Yeah. But what it made me realize, and the work that we're doing, is that women are struggling yeah. with a lot of things. I mean, if, if this list, I'm going to read through the ones that are checked off on this list of this is someone's, so somebody's this is someone's paper yeah. that got to me. So yeah. these are the boxes she has checked. I have suffered from depression. I have suffered from anxiety. I have abused my relationship with food to control my weight. I have had sex with someone I didn't love as a way to feel loved. I have been physically abused. I have been verbally or emotionally abused. I have intentionally cut or harmed myself. I have considered suicide. I have been cheated on by a partner. I have battled or am battling infertility. I have had a miscarriage. I have abused porn as a way to cope. I have abused food as a way to cope. I hate the way I look. I have kept these issues and struggles because I was afraid of being judged. I have felt or feel alone because of these issues. So I had to stand up for all these things mm. for someone I don't know. And when I did it, you you have that feeling of what it must feel like to be her because I have to stand up for her. Right. And I have to acknowledge that this is how she's feeling. Um, it was... It was heavy. It was hard. I cried for three days. Um, but what it made me realize is that we have work to do. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of work to do to help women overcome these things. So, you yeah. know, as I'm looking at all these boxes, this poor <clears throat> woman, girl, I don't know how old she was. She's carrying around these things with her every day. And it just makes me, my, yeah, I just feel like so bad for her. And it makes you realize as women, we need to come together. Men, we need to come together. The medical community needs to come together to help women overcome these struggles so that they don't have to feel this way and carry this around right. every day. No, and I see some of this every day. Yeah, people, so but, you know, we have work to do, yeah. and that's anyway. what we're going to do. So one thing that, you know, there's a lot of things on this list that are very bothersome. But when you get to, I hate the way I look, and a whole room stands up, mm -hmm. like, 95% of the people in that room stood up for, I hate the way I Which is crazy, because we talked about this before. I mean, I, I don't know the statistics. So it doesn't there. say, I don't like. <clears throat> it doesn't say, I'm not happy with the way I look. It says, I hate the way I look. Yeah. Which, which is astounding to me, because... Uh, I mean, I saw a woman yesterday who, um, and I saw her with one of our patient care coordinators, Patty, and she wanted something done. And I basically said to her, you know, first of all, just so you need, no, you're beautiful if you did nothing. So, you know, this little thing that's bugging you. And, um, and I went, to, went a step further to try to talk her out of it, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, I don't know why she's so critical. And this, by the way, this for me, this is not the normal person. I mean, the average person that comes in is very focused and, and I think their, um, you know, their concerns are legitimate, but it, obviously there's, there are more people out there that have this going on. Than, mm -hmm. than, well, and I think there's two pieces of it. There's one, the self, someone being self-critical 
and there's someone being critical to themselves because they're being they feel like they're being judged by someone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good place to start with women and how they're thinking and feeling is not worrying about what other people think. Right. And sometimes that's hard because if you're yeah, in a relationship that's negative <clears throat> or someone in your life is telling you negative things. I mean, you've dealt with that with patients mm-hmm. and them crying their eyes out to you. No, I, I know. I mean, it's, it's sad that somebody has to put up with that, but anyway. Yeah. So we have work to do to, to, to help women get over those things and figure things, some things out. Yeah. And I do believe personal development and in that space, which is something you've done for many, many years. Yeah, but personal development is really nothing more than just, um, you know, setting goals, discovery, being honest with yourself, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, um, yeah, but you're but saying it in a way to kind of dismiss it. Not really. No. Well, you're saying I, it's nothing more than that. It, I think it's a lot more. No, than, you know, part of it is because it's always been very intentional for me. I yeah. think a lot of people. I think some people feel personal development is like a, you know, motivation rah rah. Right. Then that, that's kind of a turn off for me. The whole self help thing. But there's there's a lot that someone can do on the very positive side, to take action to be intentional about. Um, you know, we're only here for a short period of time. Yeah. So right? I, I guess my um, secret, if we want to call it that, in this area is to do your research and due diligence if you're searching out something in that space. And if you recognize, oh, wow, I really haven't been talking to myself in a positive way. You know, the little voice in your head or, you know, something is getting in your way of it getting to the next place. It's probably yourself. So... Seek out someone who's actually going to give you tangible things to help you move on to the next place. So no, it's I, not just like a, you know, a rah, rah, rah kind of thing, a cheerleader. You need more of someone who's going to coach you through those processes Yeah. to get to a better place. The goal is to stop all that, those things in your mind mm-hmm. and the self-talk and changing those things right. to positive and how best to get there. So... Yeah, so that was my little thing on that for this week, and I think it's very important, and it made me realize that I've been thinking about some things after we did the body image one, and actually, it was kind of there before, but it was a different idea that I had, Um, and then now after this, it's really solidified that Mm -hmm. idea for me, because I realized that women need more, Mm -hmm. and they need help. So now once we kind of like move on from that and we're getting healthy and we're working out and we're doing all the things and maybe it's not coming together the way that we would like. So that's one place we see people a lot. We see patients who, you know, I've been working out for two years. I'm struggling with this little pocket, this little area. I just can't make this go away. The muffin top, the this or that or whatever it might be, inner thigh, outer thigh, like what can I do? How can you help me with this specific area? So there are some medical treatment options, some more invasive than others, and that's mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about now. Okay. So for just a few minutes. So now we're going to talk about cool sculpting and liposuction. So both of those obviously are topics that have been in the industry for a very long time, liposuction. But cool sculpting is something newer. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I think it's kind of cool. And so from your, your medical background, I want yeah. you to talk a little bit about what exactly is cool sculpting. 
Um, Explain the technology behind well, it. Well, I think also, um, just because if you want to be complete, we should also talk about Kybella. You know, okay, yeah, we'll add that in there too, because I mean, that's yeah. another non-invasive yeah. option. And we'll talk about like the right. FDA piece of that. Right. And Okay, right. so. So, um, cool sculpting first. Okay. Basically, it's technology whereby, um, you know, we have fat, right? And the, the fat is collects in certain areas, and it's somewhat genetically programmed. And um, so it has to do with energy balance. If you take in more than you can goes out, your body stores it. You know, not exactly something a lot of us like. Um, so and typically women more than men. No, women, I think women have a tougher time. There's no question about and it. And getting rid of it. Yeah. So, you know, our first advice always is to focus on your health. Try to be, you know, I really believe that 80% of, of the problem is what we eat. And for years, you know, I was a wrestler. I was a physiology major. I know a lot about um, metabolism. And I think that without getting into a whole diet discussion, um, a lot of our problem is is what we eat and how we eat it and the way we eat it and all that other stuff and that's another whole topic. Uh, but um, the first thing I think is is getting that right and then you know not working out for the sake of working out, but just you know getting exercise to stay healthy. And uh, well, I think too to just back up for one second with the exercise piece is when you're exercising, you well. It's up to you what you how you want to do it. But if you're looking to exercise as a way to help with your weight, then you have to sweat. Period. No, you gotta sweat. And and again, I go back to the same thing. I've seen people for years in the gym who are not moving the scale and it's because they're eating correctly. They're still working out, they're still feeling a lot better about themselves, they're still feeling fit. So but once you know, I guess what I'm saying, when you get to liposuction or or, or cool sculpting or any of these things. They're not meant to replace right. good health. Mm-hmm. Good health is... Well, and it's is, not an option if you're looking to lose weight. These aren't options to no. for to lose weight. Yeah, and I would... You know, I think that's the first step is to is get serious about wellness. Mm-hmm. I don't like to talk about your weight. It's a negative thing mm-hmm. to me. It's get, getting serious about wellness because when you're well, you feel well and all those type of things. So, and your health and your wellness is not how you look. Yeah. But your health and your wellness is how you feel. I agree. I yes. mean, yeah. Um, so as people get older, their tendencies you know, to put on weight. and, and what, But there are those, you know, there are people, if they get to a point with exercise, there are certain areas, you know, love handles, you know, inner thighs, <laughs> back, butt, you them. name it, where they just can't get rid of that extra fatty tissue. And that's where, you know, you the option of these things. Now, cool sculpting is basically pretty simple. There's a, a device, and it basically, you know, they can out... And it's, again, it's meant for little pockets. Mm-hmm. It's non-invasive. It can be done in the office. It takes time, though, as you know. Mm-hmm. And you put it on the bulge. And, again, we what we do is we have um, everybody seen by someone who is very experienced. And I, I think uh, one of my, quite frankly, one of my um, complaints, not complaints, how do I say it? One of my frustrations is that there are these things pop up all over in spas mm-hmm. and really don't have options. I mean, one advantage we have with a 
plastic surgery practices, we have all the different options. So you can mm-hmm. say, because not everyone's a great candidate for coolscoping. Not everyone's a great candidate for liposuction. Not everyone's a great candidate for Kybella, but, and sometimes someone might be a good candidate for this and not that, but it, it's a better value to go one way or another. So we, we try to... I just want to stop you for one yeah. second with that being said, because I think to just kind of expand on that a little bit. So what you're saying is if someone were, you know, you hear the ad on the radio or you see it on the TV yeah. and there's a, you know, a laser clinic, cool sculpting laser clinic, right. little pop-up kind of thing that you can go into. And this is one thing that I... You know, I just like to talk about with patients, monks, friends, whatever it is, that if you're if you're going to the cool sculpting clinic and they only have cool sculpting, that's what you will sign up for. Right. I mean, that's just common sense. That's that's, it's a sales. They're going to sell you what it is that they have. And that's what they have. That is the option. If you go somewhere where they have several options and you can look at all of the options and someone may say, well, you could do this, but this over here actually is probably going to give you a better result. Better value, I guess. Yes, you're getting more value out of that by mm-hmm. being able to see many different options. So I just like to say before you kind of ex- you know, explore, you know, do your research to really kind of see. Yeah, I mean, if someone's really smart, they can they can do some of the research versus going to a. But it it, it is always, yeah, I mean, it's hard to um, trump experience, right? But right. anyway, so cool sculpting really freezes, uh, and you know, the areas of fat, and it kills the fat, and it works for the right people. It's not for everybody. If someone has larger, more so diffuse, you're freezing the cells, yeah. And then the cells die. are just going to die off, and then your body yeah. is going to take care of that. Yeah. When so when when fat cell dies, you have um, fat and, and triglycerides, free fatty acids. They kind of go into your bloodstream. They get absorbed, and your liver breaks them down. They get eliminated. So you know that's how it works. It does take a few cycles on most people, um, and it takes some time. But it isn't. It isn't a surgical procedure. It's done in the office, and I can tell you, I am not one to buy fed technology. But but cool sculpting works, mm-hmm. and providing um, you have the right candidate and they're chosen. I mean, it's it's good technology, um, as opposed to um, liposuction, which is very popular. So if you take a look, for example, cool sculpting, it's better for isolated. Uh, yeah. I so I have a out. list here of yeah. areas that it works really well. Yeah. In. So if you have a double chin, there's a, like a little teeny tiny attachment that can go under your chin. Um, your abdomen, so they they can hook you up in different areas, which I've done that one because I, it's a battle for me. Um, outer and inner thigh. Arms, so if you kind of have that little thing underneath your arms going on. And love handles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and some positives to it are benefits is there's no surgery. There's no anesthesia. You, you'll see up to 25% reduction, possibly more, depending on the patient. Uh, the downside, you may need more than one treatment depending on what your area. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but that gets determined when you have your appointment. So it might be something you need one, two, or three kind of treatments. Right. Uh, so that kind of covers... Cool sculpting. Now you mentioned Kybella, and sometimes, so let's kind of explain what Kybella is. And there is an area that will use Kybella in conjunction with cool sculpting, right? Yeah, I mean, so Kybella is um, deoxypolic acid, which is a bile salt, 
acid. So weak organic acid, which basically every one of us has in our body. We make it in our, we make it and it's stored in our gallbladder and that helps break up the fat in our food. Um, so if you inject this, it dissolves fat and the, the fat dissolves and goes in your bloodstream and it's dissipated and what have you say, because it's not really a drug. It's something we already have in our system. Um, it can be used in, in again, in here. Someone has a very isolated... Is that the only area that's FDA approved? I believe it is right now. Yeah, I believe it is. Now, people are using it what's called off-label. They're using it in different areas, and it works. My only complaint is it's it's expensive as mm. hell for the patient. I, I don't... You know, I think um, Allergan bought uh, Kythera, which was the company, and I, I met the CEO and the guy who founded it. And he, so he founded it in 2005, and FDA approved in... 2016, and I think that's about when Allergan bought it, the maker of Botox. They got a lot of money. They paid $2.1 billion. Wow. I think it's been a disappointment for them. I, I Not to say that it's, uh, well, we do it. It's just that I don't think the values are for most people. Well, because it's very expensive. So well, it's it very, works. Yeah, it's very expensive, it's very but, expensive. you know, it also, like, say if you do this area, I mean, you can check out our website. We've got some nice before and afters. It does a good job, but you get like this um, swelling and a little redness. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of an inflammatory response, and people say they feel like they have a little bit of a frog, you know, for mm -hmm. jiggly frog thing. Actually, I, I did this. Yeah, you did it. That's because right. Because sometimes when we launch new treatments, yeah. we yeah, ask we believe for in patients, them. right? Yeah, yeah. And I think it was right before kind of our daughter's ago. wedding, and I, I kind of have a weak profile or chin area. So for me, that just little pocket under there. Um, you thought it would be, yeah. Might be, it's yeah, worth uh, trying. Well, yeah, what the heck, try it. Yeah. it. I don't think it's, you know, I don't have the double chin like. No, I think you got it. I think you got a benefit from it. Oh, I definitely yeah. did. There's no question I did. I, I didn't do, I wouldn't be a candidate for cool sculpting there because there's just not enough. Right. But there was just that little pocket underneath. Right. Um, with the Kybella and it worked. Uh, I don't know now, aren't you doing it with, um, the, like the laughing gas kind of stuff? You can, I think that might be overkill. We, you know, because I know it did it, hurt. It hurt. Yeah. It so, you know, what I typically do is we do, well, I don't do it. Dr. Pontius does it or, you know, when, mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll often do it with some local anesthesia, but, uh, anyway, be that as it may, I think Allergan thought they would have all kinds of applications on the body, and they certainly could get it FDA approved. Mm -hmm. But it, it would be just so cost prohibitive. I, I mean, if you talk, for example, this area here, people need a couple, three treatments, fifteen hundred bucks. It's just it's, it's yeah. prohibitive. You're getting four or five thousand well, dollars. You can do something real. Yeah. So now we can kind of make that switch over yeah. to. And if anybody has any questions along the way, please feel free to ask. Because at the at the end, we'll kind of go back and um, answer some questions. Um. What was I say? Oh, so now we'll kind of move on to liposuction. Um, liposuction, because yeah. I think we kind of hit on the cool sculpting. So, in a nutshell, cool sculpting freezes your fat cell. You're hooked up to a machine. It looks very much like um, kind of like a vacuum attachment, I guess you Basically, could call it like yeah. that. Um, yeah, and it's if you know what the Dyson vacuum is, imagine just like kind it. of like getting sucked up to that, and then yeah. it freezes right away. It's very, very cold. It just numbs it right away. Mm -hmm. And then there's some things that are done when it's removed, which I really think help that uh, recovery period along yeah. a little bit right. better. Um, so that's that's cool sculpting. And then we'll kind of go on to liposuction. So liposuction is 
probably more traditional, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's very traditional. Longer. I think so, there's probably not many people that don't know what liposuction is, but no. for someone that doesn't know, maybe just quick explain. Sure. So, you know, if you you take an area that <clears throat> has fat and you we have a, a liposuction cannula and it has a port. So it's a long skinny thing. And like a little straw. And it's got a, right. And um, the port, and it can be on all sides of it, is it the, bar, the distal far end of it, and the person using it um, uses that to suck the fat. Now, you get pretty good, and, and I think there are some advantages, advantages, disadvantages. The um, disadvantage is, you know, you make an incision, mm-hmm. couple incisions, depending on how much of an area, and, uh, it, you know, you need to put a stitch there. If you're doing large areas, you need some anesthesia, but we often do it with local anesthesia to do pockets. The For very small areas, you're better off with cool sculpting. You're better off with Kybella. As you get into larger areas where you have to sculpt and taper, right. contour, you know, such, contour um, you know, then you're really, it's a, it has much better value there because the amount of time that it takes is a lot less. It's one time, done, you know, one and done. So um, it, it's a better long-term value for certain areas. Yeah, so for um, larger areas, so the, you know, the flip side to that is you are probably in larger areas. You're going to have some anesthesia. Right. It is an invasive procedure, so it's something you're going to the yeah, operating room for. But it works. Yes. But it then, works. I mean, that's the You thing. know, after you have your recovery and your result, you... Are going to have yeah. I mean, people say you know if you if you can you you know gain the weight back. I mean, so if you the way it works is say you have in this area you've got a hundred cells, right? And you do some liposuction and you get rid of eighty of those cells, they're gone, right? But that doesn't mean that the remaining twenty can hypertrophy or can get bigger if someone continues to eat. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I don't think it's a good procedure if someone comes in and is obese and they just want to get sucked out, you know. But but it um, it is a good procedure, and my my partner Paul, I mean I do it in the neck, but par- my partner uh, Paul Nice, if he does a tummy tuck, he will sculpt in all different directions right. with a liposuction. In no way could you get that with cool sculpting right. Kybella uh, and get it like a one and done thing. So it, there are some advantages to it, and let's face it, the technology has been it's gotten better, but it's been around for years and it works. Yes. That's, you know, it's a great procedure, and the downtime for it is probably a week to 10 days. Yeah, it And of, then, you know, you'll wear a garment, and right. as you heal, obviously not in the face. The, the facial is going to heal much More faster. More quicker than larger areas larger on, on the body, yes. but we're getting to the end of our time. So. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to kind of hit on those a couple little things, but I think, too, that um, going back to the beginning and what we talked about, and really to help yourself feel better is to, and we talk to our patients about this all the time. And Dr. Polonese talked to everyone last week with the mommy makeover is that he really likes to see his patients in a great, you know, health and wellness type program that you are getting some workouts in. And if you're in the process of losing some weight, it's really a good idea to try to lose and set some goals to lose some weight, and then have these procedures done right. because you'll end up with even that much better of a result. Right. No question. Yeah. So those are kind of things that we like to, you know, preach, I guess, if you yep. would call it that, is um, focus on your health and wellness, drink lots of water, and, you know, try and really stick to a great diet, lean proteins, greens, healthy carbs, you know, minimal 
if you're in that kind of um, weight loss phase and it's just going to help your health and wellness and get your mind right. So we have to really start talking a little bit more positive to ourselves. Yeah. So we hope you found that useful. Yes. Hoping you found that useful. You can send us any messages if you like. You can hang out with us on Instagram, Miss Sherry Williams, or go over to my website and take my little uh, test that I have over there, sherrywilliams.org. And that's it. Share with your it. friends if, if you've, uh, you know, and send us questions, comments. I mean, if there's anything that didn't make sense to you or you'd like to know more about, let us yeah. know. We'll or get through it next time. Or if you have an idea for a future episode, or we have created a list of um, friends and people in the industry, and slowly we're going to start doing interviews. So if you have, if you have a business, if you have a thought, and you'd like to kind of be interviewed on the podcast, then reach out to us because we would be happy to discuss that further with you. Okay, have a good night. All right, have a great night, everyone. We'll see you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Secrets Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we welcome your review on iTunes. And don't forget, sharing is caring. We thank you for your comments, messages, and questions, and for sharing with your friends. And you know what? Let's stay in touch and get social. You can find me on Instagram at Ms. Sherry Williams, on Facebook, Sherry Williams, and please visit my website, sherrywilliams.org. And if you head over there, you'll get my five secrets to staying refreshed and rejuvenated at every age. Don't forget, be bold, be beautiful, because that's being you. Until next time.